Hello and welcome to a surprise episode of What Would Venus Do? We have just been talking for the past 20 minutes and connecting and this is the first time the three of us have been not in person. Obviously, we're we're from different parts of the country, but via video and just reconnecting and just sharing the common thread of how all three of us have missed this outlet for us, the outlet being the podcast. Um, And so much so that Sarah and I decided to do an Instagram live on a topic. And then that same week, Kristen had reached out from her maternity leave and wanted to do an episode on the winter solstice. So we're just so connected in this way. And I thought it would be really beautiful. I mean, we'll have loads to talk about in 2024 from, you know, the the backlog of the, of the past couple of months of not doing this every week. But for this particular episode, I thought it would be really beautiful to kind of have a roundtable discussion with a, several different questions reflecting on 2023 and then also talking about 2024, what we're excited about, what we're envisioning, so on and so forth. So I'm going to, I'll get us started with the first question and we can go around. So the first question is, what are you celebrating from this year? Hello, hello. It's so good to be back with my best friends and with you all today. Happy winter solstice. I am celebrating the fact that I have had the utmost sense of surrender this past year. I was called and challenged to surrender in a multitude of areas of my life with uncertainty in my living situation, at times in my marriage, in my body with welcoming a second child and a new soul coming into my family, moving continent from the United Kingdom to America. And the list just goes on and on and on and on in so many ways. I was able fully to surrender and give everything up to my faith in God and my faith in nature and the universe. And that is something that whenever I now have doubts or fear creep in or that I'm not fully trusting myself and the way I'm feeling inside, I hope and pray that I'll always remember that sense of deep surrender in 2023 to to fall back on and to know that no matter what happens, if if I'm able in the moment to 
surrender and have full faith in my breath that life will always be filled with miracles and surprise me. And it's due to that lesson of this year. My turn. Hello. Hi, everyone. Good to be here. Glad to be back. Um, did not prepare for this question. And something that I realized is just this extreme <clears throat> unraveling that has been taking place really over the course of two years. And so it's hard to talk about celebration without just like acknowledging the fact that a lot of the things that I used to desire, things that I would want to celebrate are no longer things that really have the same kind of meaning for me. And so I, I expect that moving forward and into 2024, there are things that my, you know, you could call it my not self, my homogenized conditioned self, like wants or wanted and is no longer really interested in um, because I'm becoming more of who it is that I am. And so being in this limbo, middle ground between these two things, and it takes as long as it's going to take, uh, you know, is part of probably what, if I'm going to celebrate anything, is what I'm celebrating. <clears throat> and uh, just to say for, I guess, how far it's come, you know, the past two years, I've just been insanely like unraveled, just completely unraveled. And, um, and, and basically all of the stuff that isn't me has been melted and melting off of me. And it keeps happening quicker and quicker. Like the, the, it, this, the patterns that, that I keep coming up against the blocks and things like that, they keep just quickening <laughs> in their approach towards me. And so it hits me fast and I figure out what I'm doing quicker but it's like, I'm still, the sensitivity is at an all time high as well. And so coming into my own sensitivity, honoring it instead of hating it or wanting to push it down or push it away or protect people from it um, has been, I guess, part of what this year has been about for me. And I'm still learning. So it's not, I'm, I'm half-baked in a sense, more to come 2024. Yeah, for me, and I honestly didn't realize, like, when I, when I read that question, I was like, oh, shit, what am I, like, I didn't even, I wrote the question down for us, for me to ask, and then, like, I didn't realize until I said it, like, you know, uh, I don't know what I'm celebrating, but then it kind of came through, and this realization that at the beginning of 2023, my word was like experimentation. Like I just wanted to experiment with things. And I do, even though if you were on the, if you're on the monthly blessing in December, I talked about how I felt kind of disappointed with how this year went when I was looking at my original vision that I had written for this year. But in actuality, it did play out 
and I always trust the way that it plays out is exactly how it needs to play out and should play out in order to be in accordance with the divine plan. But it, but I literally just had the realization that there was a lot of experimentation that happened. And, you know, we started doing the monthly blessings. We started the podcast. We may have started it in 2023. I can't, no, it was 2024. Yeah, we started the podcast. Um, I taught, I contributed curriculum to two different programs and I taught in one of those as well. Um, you know, I went to Paris in February, which is something that I would have never done with Kristen. So there was a lot of experimentation that happened. And so in actuality, things did kind of play out with the, the heartbeat of the word that I was trying to embody for the year. So I'm celebrating all of that. I'm it feels good to recognize that. Um, so my next question is, what do you know for sure after this year? Like, what is this year? What belief has it really solidified for you? Whoever wants to go first. That I can do absolutely anything. I am powerful beyond measure beyond my wildest dreams i am a goddess warrior walking on this earth soil it's a different podcast entirely maybe i hope to share this the story of my son archer's birth but Whole, I have to curse. Holy shit. I, I, it was a transcendental experience, euphoric experience. And it turned everything about who I thought I was and what I thought I knew and what I could and couldn't do. It, it just rewrote everything for me. So that's what I know. That's what I now know for sure. And if I'm ever, like I said earlier with my word surrender, if I'm ever going through a a hard time or an anxious time or s- just stressful time, I'll remember that day. I'll remember that moment. I'll remember the power that I experienced within myself. And then I'll just think, oh, this is, this is, this is cake. This is all, everything from here on out is dessert. Yeah, I'm super excited to hear about that. So we're going to have to uh, we're going to have to either talk offline or do an episode on it, which I think some of our listeners would appreciate. So um, I'm 10 out of 10 excited and would recommend us doing that. As far as certainty goes, um, that's a hard word for me, <laughs> but I will say that I'm certain that it is far easier to live a life that's not yours than anyone could ever imagine and stay in that for the entirety of the time that you have here and never even come close to dipping your toe into what it means to be a unique 
and in and really just like specific and differentiated individual um it's really really easy and that makes our decisions you know in some sense there is no you know no choice or we are just we're in the flow of life we're part of life we're not separate from it like we are the program but we're also we're also so unique so it's so important to do everything that you can to pull yourself out of the whatever conditioning that you have um and i'm certain about that that i'm certain about after this year uh i was probably kind of certain about it before but this year has just it's almost like you learn a lesson and then the universe or the program comes back to give you the same lesson to say, are you really, really sure about this? Or are you just saying you're sure, but if you're going to get tested, you're going to, you're going to make the same old choice. And so that happened. And now, and now I'm certain, whereas before I was just theoretically certain. Um, now I'm experientially certain. Steffi. Yeah, for me, it has to do with different things that uh, I've been offering within the business that I know for sure I do not want to offer anymore. And through that is this certainty that I'm not meant to play small. I'm not meant to be in the be backstage you know it's there's a calling to be not even in the spotlight but more you know with my six line in human design on the roof looking down and just like living my life and sharing from that place of full embodiment instead of just completely hiding 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 and just not really trusting that I meant for more or just telling myself that I'm not because of how life has played out so far and like the role that I've always stayed in to feel safe or whatever um so I definitely feel that certainty and even though I wrote these questions I swear to you I did not have the answers for them until we ran around here so like all of these realizations are so they're happening live. Yeah, they're invaluable to me. I'm like, wow, okay, I didn't realize that. Like, this is great. Okay. So the next question, and it kind of kind of interlaps with the previous question or this question that I just asked. What are, what's your biggest lesson from this year? So it's like a little bit different, but if you don't feel like it's different, then you don't have to answer. I'm here, I'm live, and I I don't know how I'm going to answer this one. I, um, yeah, I, I guess mine's kind of the same as my last answer. My, my, it, it's all tied in, really, that my biggest lesson comes from my previous two answers, that when I surrender and surrender fully, 
to the gifts of my life and to the unknown and to nature and to time itself. I have therefore then untapped or tapped into a power that was so divine and mysterious to me that was there all along. And now that I have been shown it, I can recognize it in myself and hopefully access it and embody it much more fully and proudly going forward in my life. And I just wanted to say that I'm really enjoying this conversation and listening to the two of your reflections that are so beautiful. And I think, yeah, just happening in, in real time. And I just wanted to say, wow, to what both of you are saying and, and sharing with, with me and our listeners today. So thank I just wanted to say that as well. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's, you know, there's in a sense, you could say that there's a lesson in certainty. And then we can also just talk about the lessons, the other lessons, right? So like this particular year is like, I'm realizing how much I'm capable of bullshitting myself. I figured we already cursed once, so might as well, might as well do it again. Um, And also realizing just what it is that I'm here to do. Uh, It's not as flashy or it's not as gigantic maybe as we're cold, we're enculturated and we're homogenized to think that we need in order to be successful, but it is powerful. And it's really important for me to step into it and stop making, um, well, stop making excuses, but also stop making allowances for things in my life that aren't in alignment with it because for some reason or for in one way or another, they line up with what, what the culture thinks is successful. So letting go of what it is that my life needs to look like so that I can be true to who it is that I am and letting go of what people think because no one is ever going to affirm you if you can't affirm yourself. And that's, um, and even if they do affirm you, it doesn't matter. Like there, anyone's opinion is, is their opinion. And it's, it's not relevant to whether or not you should be true to who it is that you are. Um, it's nice. It's cool. It's nice to get that kind of love and support, but it's not the, it's not a reason to be who it is that you are, um, or to be anything for that matter. It's not a reason to not be who it is that you are either. So I think the lesson comes from just realizing how good I am at bullshitting myself. And then also how, how, what your like purpose is, it might not be something that is like, I'm going to, you know, have like 9 million employees and run the biggest business that's ever happened, but it still can be really powerful generationally in in our lives and in our legacy. So, um, 
allowing that to kind of be true uh, has been a lesson. Stephanie? I would say that my biggest lesson is I kind of have two. One is like your patterns will keep showing up and do a really good job at disguising themselves. And your mind will make up all different ways to have you believe that it's something different than it is. But if you trust the body's response, then you will make the correct decision for you. But if you make the incorrect decision, don't worry about it because you will be corrected down the line. And then another one is that you can't rush time. You can't like rush how long things are going to take. They're going to take as long as they're going to take. And that process of being in the, the pro, the being in the process is just as valuable as arriving to the destination because when you get to the destination there's going to be another place that you want to journey to so yeah you can't rush anything like just trust the timing um you'll learn a lot of patience and in that patience you'll you'll develop the the grit and the ability to surrender to help you along the path so Next question. What are you leaving behind this year? Adios. <laughs> As the two of you were just speaking, I had to pull up a um a quote by not sure if I'm pronouncing the name right, Eckhart. Tolle, and it talks about having your ego die and the stripping back of all of the things that, as Sarah has been eloquently sharing, are our not or non-self to really, to really be who we are. And I think that, I think that else speak for myself but I'm sure the two of you will echo this that there was a lot of that this this past year and for Sarah as you said the past two years that uh, and it says you will know the truth of who you are you will know it at the latest when you feel death approaching death is a stripping away of all that is not you the secret of life is to die before you die and find out that there is no death. And I think that what I'm leaving behind echoes that because there was a, a part of me that that needed to die this year to to evolve into who I am sitting here now speaking with you as a as a mother of two and trusting myself in brand new ways so there's a fearlessness that has come into me and a, a power that has just 
penetrated my cells this year and what I'm leaving behind, I guess, is is a, is a doubt that I would doubt myself before. Whereas now I, now I don't. And I hope that that stays that, that, that sense of deathlessness, so to speak. Beautiful. You can always count on Kristen to pull out a quote at the perfect time. Uh, one of her many talents. But uh, for me, it would be, well, first of all, I have inhuman design. I have an open G center and an open ego, which means that like, I can't really commit to anything um, and nothing really defines me either. So uh, I can't promise anything, but what I can, I think, say is that in alignment with everything else that I've been talking about. So like I'm seeing the through line with every question that I'm answering, although I wasn't sure what I was going to answer, but it seems like there's a pattern emerging um, is that, you know, the, just in the spirit of what I was talking about before trying to minimize myself or make myself more digestible to other people in order to be liked or loved. Um, I could have said that, again, I could have said that I was leaving that behind before, but it was only theoretical and now experientially, like I can feel that that kind of energy is really um, out of my system. And it's a really interesting feeling because the values that I had from, I guess you could say, my past life, you know, the the past, like very conditioned Sarah um, and my values that are what I, what I value now are just completely irrevocably different, but it wasn't out of willpower. It was just a matter of the cycles of life tempering me. So um, I think I'm leaving that behind. I can't, like I said, I can't promise anything. Life seems to be telling me that that's what's happening. Um And so I'd be happy for that to be true. Stephanie? Yeah, this one kind of echoes what both of you are saying, Sarah, in the sense that I I would like for this to be true is just the constant need to habituate my mind and my thoughts. I really want to leave that behind because I really want to become more present. And Kristen, when you said that quote, it kind of, that's what it reminds me of, like just being deeply present. And I was listening to an interview with Bradley Cooper and he spoke about being able to act with Christian Bale and how like loose he was and deeply, deeply present. And I feel like just like, disconnecting from the mind and being so in the moment to just be in response is what I really would like I want to know what that feels like so I think that me I think in order to do that I need to leave behind this need to just live in my head so that's that's what I want to leave behind I know that's going to be definitely a journey but um, the first step is declaring it, right? So here we are. Um, 
Okay. My last question is what is like your word, your words, your theme for 2024? This is probably very subject to change, but today on the winter solstice 2023 in December, I would say grace because now that I've done all this surrendering and had you know, died these certain deaths. I've, I, I've risen to a new level of who I am and who I'm, who I'm destined to become. And with that, I need to, for today, I feel I need to give myself a lot of grace in allowing that process to happen naturally and patiently because i'm i'm finding myself in this new kind of universe and world within and my external life is not looking the same and I need to be able to make adjustments in it and have compassion. Just uh, as a very small example, with now having two small children instead of one, I I physically cannot just clean and keep things tidy the way that I used to. And like how Flower just shared, having a tendency to be to be in my head and, you know, keep these, keep these lists within myself that if, if everything's not checked off, that I, it can lead to, you know, I, I'll get anxiety and feel like little rose thorns in my side of, I need to get, I need to get all these things done. And so certain ways that I just need to, again, surrender and have a bit more grace and compassion for myself that, I will find a new way and a new a new sense of being but that it that that will take time and that I'm on that road and journey now and I'm carving a new way but to again give myself and a lesson for all of us and our listeners to to give yourself some grace whilst that process is is occurring Oh, I love that. Um, Stephanie, you should know better than to think that I would have one word. (laughs) Um, But I do want to just say a little quick tangential anecdote related to what Kristen was talking about. Uh, Just insofar as the stuff that's going on in your head and allowing it to become thorns in your side, you know, like the the things that we've decided we that we're supposed to do, like allowing them to actually like physically hurt us. Um, and that lesson came through pretty quickly me this year because I've been dealing with what, if you've been listening to our podcast, 
Western doctors would call IBS, but I'm like fairly certain I know better. <laughs> but um, point being that I discovered something in human design this year about my physical body. And that is that my physical body requires calm in order to be able to digest things. I need to be in calm state. I need to be calm. I need to be able to control my environment. I can't have people around me who are trying to talk to me while I'm eating. And if you know, you know me, these two know me, I have gone through so many crazy diets and extreme fasts and cleanses and keto and this, that, and the other thing. Um, and I, it, it, what it ended up doing eventually is that I became really afraid of certain kinds of foods. You know, like I, I actually was like afraid of them. Um, I didn't realize that's what it was, but like, that's actually what it was. And after I started eating in this way where I'm in calm, like my, my digestion has been fine. Like everything has been good and it doesn't matter what I eat. I could eat, I could eat a cheeseburger. I could eat a juice. It's not relevant what it is that I'm putting in my body. Um, and so I, I like realized that this whole, uh, mausoleum of, directives that I had around dieting was a complete farce and it was making me sick just having to think about all of it and trying to hold it all up in my mind and make sure that I didn't make any wrong decisions right like make sure that you were able to clean the thing that you need to clean in order for you to feel like you're okay make sure that you're eating the thing that you're supposed to be eating and if you eat something that you're not going to eat, that you're not supposed to eat, then you're going to be afraid of it, which is the fear of making more sick than the food. And that's certainly true for me. So, you know, that whole just situation, I invite everyone to just understand the level to which your mind is creating a lot of problems for you. And then as far as words go, <laughs> as far as words go, I'm looking up at my 2023 themes on my whiteboard right now. And the ones that I had down for last year were surrender. Okay. We still like that for 2024. Alignment. Still like that for 2024 too, a lot. Because of course, um, it's a it's a process, like Kristen was saying. It's a it's a slow, gradual process of getting more and more aligned and letting go of things. Uh, I had elevation up there, but I'm not necessarily going to bring, I don't necessarily, I still like that word. Don't think that's going to be a 2024 theme. What I would like to bring more in, this is the other word, refinement or what I would call essence, right? I don't want more things. I want to be more essential. Like I want my I want to be more of my essence. So I think that the one word that that rises above is essence and essential um, insofar as what I want to embody by the end of 2024. So, so yeah, Stephanie. My words, the... <laughs> Uh, it's going to be weird and abstract and leaning more into that because what, what I, Sarah kind of shared with me something about my human design, which just affirmed how I felt my whole life. And it has to do with, I don't know what, which channel it is, but it's a creativity channel. Channel one, eight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. So kind of feeling like an outsider, but how that's just who I am. And if I can lean into that, it's me harnessing my superpowers. So leaning into the weirdness, the abstractness, and just not for the sake of being weird, but for the sake of just completely unleashing who I truly am. And it's funny because I was watching this documentary last night on Mr. Chow. So the man who started the Mr. Chow restaurants that are around the world. And he he was told to be like really eccentric. And so he really, he leaned into that and that's what he's known for. And he was able to not only get so much success, but get success that was truly fulfilling for him. And he also wasn't put in a bubble. Like he's, he's experimented with different creative outlets and he's just such an expressed man. And that, that feeling to me registers as being so joyful so that's what uh, that's going to be my word words because weird abstract kind of one hybrid um for this year so yes I just want to say one thing because I love I don't know I didn't even know anything about Mr. Chow but I love that you just said that because yes yes please. Yes. And I just want to say like, it is just like I said, in the very beginning, it is just as easy. There are two streams that are happening as at once. And one of them is the homogenized program. And the other one is who it is that you are. And you can't have both. It just, it isn't possible to have both. And so it's like the eccentricities, the fear that comes with that is that you're not going to be accepted in the homogenized culture and it's like yes you're fucking not and that's good right every artist that ever lived would say that it's difficult though it's not an easy path so I'm just glad that you that you're leaning into that this year okay that's all and this may go without saying but I need to say it as an in summary kind of point But the three of us as soul sisters, have you not noticed all the different commonalities and the threads of harmony that have taken place? And we've all had different years, but have gone through that, that the same year together. And the the common themes, again, of giving ourselves grace, going through this death, these different deaths, this deathlessness process surrendering to like the two of you have been talking about what we think in our ego or what in our homogenized you know self is is designed to look like and just saying f to all of it and surrendering all of it like it like it just shaking off of these old skins to be more of that weird abstract essence and the essential essence that that you both describe being and I just um as we're all answering and listening to each other I just couldn't help but wanting to just marry it all because it it's just so um 
uh, of course that, that it is that way that we all have these things that we're releasing together and all of these things that we want to bring forth and walk hand in hand into the new year. And I just thought that that was, um, it, it was just, just, it just beautifully kind of came up that way, all unbeknownst to the three of us. But of course, in this conversation, very authentically. Yeah, of course, it would happen like that. You know, it's just, we're just in each other's orbit and so connected. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners are like, they'll, a lot of what we shared will be echoed in their own reflections. So if you're not someone who does this practice of reflecting, I definitely invite you to, you can go through the questions that we shared here. I feel like it's really important to reflect because then through your reflection, you can actually celebrate things that you like. I was not prepared to have anything to celebrate but now I'm feeling much better about 2023 because I acknowledged what what actually came through. And um, also through the reflection, you can recognize what you need to release and you can step into 2024 claiming something new for yourself. So we are so happy that we were able to do this little surprise episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did and we love you all. And we'll let you know when we return. And um, if you're not already, definitely sign up for the monthly blessing to just receive that potent medicine that we deliver through that experience of an online newsletter. We love you and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. That's it. Immense gratitude for you for tuning in. And as Kristen puts it so well. And I just want to say to any listener that there's there's a lot more nectar and juicy honey where that came from.